All right, here we go, Pancreation Philosophy, episode 193. We got a returning guest. You may know him as Jordan Wears McGee. What's going on, guys? <laughs> Always good to be back. Uh, I had fun last time, you know, so Michelle invited me back on. I'm, I was happy to come back on and tell some more stories of mine. You know, it was a, it was a fun time last time, so I was looking forward to coming back on here. Cool, man. Always always great to have you have you back. Uh, so I guess, Jordan, we can just go. So since you last been here, could you update the people in case they haven't been following you? What have you been up to? Um, so I've been teaching a lot. Mm-hmm. I've been doing my daily drops. I've been um, posting technique reels every single day. I've been competing as often as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, I just recently did the High Rollers Celebrity Open. And then less than 12 hours later, I did the 10th Planet Qualifier in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. So the uh, High Rollers Celebrity Open, I made it to the finals. And that was, I probably competed until like 10 or 11 at night. Yeah. And then um, left right away <laughs> to yeah. LA. Yeah. And then had to compete again by 12 the next day in the morning. So I had about 12 hours or so to sleep and get to LA and to compete again. And I did all right. Um, I, in my first two matches, the Celebrity Open, I. Uh, I submitted Jerry Shapiro, who's a buddy of mine. I really respect that guy. He's an OG. He's a mm-hmm. legend. Mm-hmm. I really, really respect that guy. He's uh, especially in, amongst the Las Vegas scene. Mm-hmm. If you're in Las Vegas and you change jiu-jitsu, you know Jerry Shapiro. Yeah. And I've trained with him a lot. Me and him, like I said, me and him are friends. So I was happy that I got a buggy choke, but it was unfortunate that I had to do it to a friend. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. And then I had a rematch with Javier Garcia who I already beat um, by referee's decision in the last High Rollers, mm-hmm. but people wanted us to have a rematch, mm-hmm. and we had the rematch, and I submitted him again. I almost got him with a buggy choke. Yeah. I almost got back-to-back buggy chokes. <laughs> but then he put his knee in my neck. I hadn't, you know, I feel like I could have still gotten the buggy choke, but I didn't want to strain myself. I was mm-hmm. trying, all my submissions as um, lately, I'm trying to submit people without straining myself. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like a, a true martial artist. Being, being loose. Being loose, going mm-hmm. with the flow, going the path of least resistance. Mm-hmm. All right, That's like a, a big thing in my life in general. Yeah. Finding, finding the easy route, going the yeah. path of least, least resistance. To but get a clean kill. Ex- yeah. With maximum results, yeah. exactly. So um, I let go of that buggy choke with Javier Garcia. And he mounted me, which is all good, all mm-hmm. fine. My first submission was underneath bottom side control from the buggy choke. Mm-hmm. I had a buggy choke again, and then I let him mount me. And then I threw my feet up, like a double reap type type deal. Mm-hmm. And then I pushed him away, and I answered the position that I've dubbed the double leg senkaku. Okay. Um, senkaku is triangle and double leg, because I have both legs trapped inside of my triangle. And... Um, this is a very good way to expose heel and get heel hooks. Mm-hmm. He put the double boot on just like everybody does, and then I lifted up my hips. I crossed his feet, and <laughs> I entered the position called Tony Montana, where okay. I have heel hooks, inside heel hooks at mm-hmm. that, on both sides. Got it. And I finished with the inside heel hook, belly down. And then in the finals, I had a match against Brady Wickland. Um, I, you know, hats off to Brady. I, I'm a fan of Brady's. Mm-hmm. This is no disrespect towards Brady at all. You know, Brady's a super cool guy. Me and him hung out. I'm a real big fan of Brady's. That guy's tough as fuck. Mm-hmm. And he's like 175 pounds. He was bigger than me as well. Yeah. Um, but when he had me in the heel hook, you can even ask Brady if you talk to him. He he was surprised when I tapped. I was surprised. He was surprised. was surprised. Everybody. It was like <laughs> yeah. the Spider-Man meme where yeah. everybody's pointing their <laughs> yeah. fingers at each other. Yeah. 
I, like um, he had me in an outside heel hook. I was spinning, 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 and then he put me in an outside heel hook reap. Mm-hmm. He cranked it as hard as he could. I didn't feel any breaking pressure. Mm-hmm. I wasn't like terrified that my leg was going to break, but I had like a flash forward of mm-hmm. the next morning, and I was like, oh, what if? What if my leg is injured and I'm not able to compete tomorrow morning? Yeah. And the 10 PQ was a bigger deal to me mm-hmm. than the than the Celebrity Open was because yeah. that was the first uh, spot on... On CJJ, on Combat, Combat Jiu-Jitsu. Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah, exactly. Cancun. Yeah, yeah. In Cancun, it was a big deal if I won that. Yeah. I unfortunately lost both and I could have won in the finals. You know, looking back on the match, I usually don't tap unless I'm you feel getting injured. Mechanics. Dude, yeah. I, like last time when Robert Eagle at the ADCC trials had me in a, in a heel hook, <laughs> I knew I was fucked, but I wasn't going to tap unless he popped my leg. And you heard some pops. And before. he yeah. popped, everybody in the crowd heard some pops too. <laughs> he popped my leg pretty good, but yeah. as soon as it popped, you know, I tapped. I respect the, I, I still respect the submission, but yeah. at the end of the day, this is, this is like almost a simulated fight. There's money on the line. There's, mm-hmm. the, there's um, go my reputation on the that. line. There's, yeah. There's a lot on the line still. This is what I do for a living. This is I don't have another day job. So there's there's a lot on the line for me. This is literally yeah. my life. My life's on the line, yeah. you know, literally. Yeah. And so I I have to win these matches. So when I yeah. don't win, it really High really stakes. bothers me. Mm-hmm. You know, it really really hurts me. Mm-hmm. And and especially especially if like I told uh, I told you and I told some other people, yeah. I would have been less mad at myself if I broke my leg. If I injured my leg, if I let Brady pop my leg and then I tapped, I would have been like, ah, oh, man, that sucks. But, you know, he popped my leg. He had braking mechanics, mm-hmm. whatever. He got me. I don't feel like he got me. I feel yeah. like I got myself. Is yeah. that, you know what I mean? Yes. I was scared. I panic tapped. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, I have to compete tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. And then, you, you let, know. You like, the fear of the unknown get to you. Ex- not, not really the fear, fear of what was unknown. happening. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know? So, but... I live to fight another day. I'm still healthy. I'm good to go. I told um, Ju, I told some other people I could have competed that same night after yeah. the 10 PQ. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, I competed um, Saturday night and then I competed Sunday morning. And people were asking me, how do you feel? How do you feel? And I'm like, bro, I'm ready to go. Like, yeah. I'm ready to compete again. Like, I want to go again. Mm-hmm. So at the 10 PQ, I had a match. I, f- I feel bad that I don't remember the guy's name. I got to look he up. He looked like the Riddler. I remember He that. was cool, man. Yeah. He was real tall. He had, like, dyed hair. His name was Chris. It was Chris. Chris I want to say Chris Kyle, but I think that's wrong. No, I, I think, think Chris Kyle's movie. like the American sniper. That's what I'm saying. I want to like say a, it's Chris Vickers. That, Chris Vickers. Okay, well, yeah. yeah, yeah uh, well, yeah. don't want maybe not, but <laughs> I think you that were, name rings you, a bill in my head. You were, you I believe were so. Yeah. So if it's not, I apologize. <laughs> but um, whoever that guy was, I'm 99 sure his name was Chris. He's a 10th Planet Brown Belt. Mm-hmm. He was he's a fucking tough guy, bro. Um, again, whenever it's 10 on 10 crime, I I hate to do it, you know. <laughs> yeah. But it is what it is. We all got to compete against each other. We're all trying to rise to the top. We're all there's only one spot on that combat jiu-jitsu world's card, and we're all competing for it. Um, so that's just how it is at the end of the day. These guys are, are trying to get what I want, mm-hmm. and so I I got to take it from them. And um, I won my first match, and they asked me afterwards. They were after my match. They were like, "What happened? What happened? How'd you do that?" <laughs> yes, yes. And I immediately, because I didn't know, I had no idea. I was like in awe. I was like in shock. I was looking at the leg lock, like, "How the fuck did I get here?" Yeah, yeah. And they were like, "How'd that happen?" And I was like, "I don't know." And they were like, "What are you feeling?" And I was like, "Euphoria." <laughs> and then, uh, I was like, "Oh, I just looked down." 
and I was in a figure four leg lock, and then I uh, heard Eddie Bravo in my ear, like, oh, my God, this is, like, WWE shit. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, I got him in a Ric Flair rig- uh, figure four leg lock. Woo! Yeah. And I was like, dude, I don't know what's going on. I'm on mushrooms. <laughs> People loved it, man. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's been circling online. It got, got clipped and got shared. People are clipping sure. it. People are sharing it. <laughs> I, You know, it's kind of honestly a little bit embarrassing. Like, I... Like, <laughs> Well, I hate know, to be the guy was... like, guys, guys, I'm high, guys. Like, oh, I'm so high. Oh, my God. I hate that guy, you know. Now I'm that guy on camera. Yeah. So, But, it, you know, things well, happen for a reason. Yeah. I can't. I, I wouldn't take anything back. Yeah. It is what it is. Um, and at the end of the day, it's getting people, um, it's igniting the thought of psilocybin within cannabis and athletics, <laughs> right? Same way... Um, Marijuana and cannabis is inside of athletics and helps athletes. Small amounts of uh, psilocybin have mm-hmm. been shown to help people. Mm-hmm. Do, do you agree with this? Do you not agree with this? I'm not t- telling you to agree to it or not to agree to it. Just share your experience. Dude, just look, do your own research into it. That's mm-hmm. what I want people to do. Look mm-hmm. up your own research. Do your own research. Find the facts out for yourself. It, there's a lot of stigma behind psychedelics, especially mushrooms, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of like misconceptions and uh, preconceived notions that people like just propaganda and brainwash against yeah. them. You know, yeah. same way against cannabis. Got it. Um, I guarantee you, bro. In the future, especially for um, like mental health therapies mm-hmm. and like um, therapy therapy sessions in general, psilocybin is going to be the new wave. Got and it. small dosing it seems to connect different like brain um brain pathways Mm -hmm. and it literally so you're either right brain or left brain when you take mushrooms it it activates both hemispheres so it it allows you to perceive things from a different perspective now will this help you will this not help you that's up to the person that's Mm -hmm. up to the individual it's Mm -hmm. just a tool but for certain people it can help them and for me it tremendously helps helps me it tremendously helps me um especially on you know, um, I take a, t- a little bit over a microdose. I definitely feel it when I compete, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. depending on my nerves and stuff and the and the dose. But you've I, been I, experimenting with it. Though. I've gotten yeah. the dose down pretty well. At ADCC, I ruined myself. Man. Oh, I was it. ruined. At you ADCC. think you got too much or what? I was happened? a weight. It was a weight cut. Bro. Oh, got it. I'm got used it. to taking my dose. I take like 0. 0.3 mm-hmm. to 0. 0.4, depending on the strength of the mushrooms, mm-hmm. and 0. 0.3, 0. 0.4 of a gram, which is a very small amount. That's a small amount. Very okay. small amount. Okay. Um, Because some people are like, "Oh my God, dude, you're taking like how many grams are you taking?" I'm like, "Bro, picograms, picograms, (laughs) exactly, bro, picograms." Um, At the ADCC, I had a 10 pound weight cut, and then I took the same dosage, not. Uh, not taking into the weight cut yeah, that you the 10, pounds, 10 pounds and it was the yeah. same day weight cut ah, so, you're so my, I was dehydrated yeah. and my body wasn't rehydrated the right I was depleted a little bit and then I took that dose that my body's used to not cutting weight not cutting weight at 10 uh, pounds like high yes yeah, yeah. at full hydration at full food capacity just like ready to go and so and on top of that everybody in the entire jiu-jitsu community was at ADCC bro yes. Eddie Bravo's there yeah. Ryan Hall's there Gordon Ryan's there everybody and their mom was everyone, there everyone that's everybody there. from the entire jiu from the planet Earth, bro, yeah. was concentrated inside yeah, of this one room in Las there. Vegas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so to witness that itself, not on mushrooms, <laughs> is already kind of psychedelic. It's yes. already like, oh my God, your brain already starts producing chemicals and like adrenaline and different things. You're like, wow, like what is going on here? This is crazy. <laughs> that wow, ooh, ah effect combined with the weight cut, combined with the dosage. Oh, I was, I was yeah. destroyed, bro. I was like, uh. And that's not to say that my, my opponent was one of the best in the world. You yes. know, I'm a fan of my opponent, Robert Deagle. He's a cool guy. 
Um, he's a nice guy too. We're, me and him, we talk occasionally on Instagram now. Uh, we like each other's stuff. He's, he, you know, he's dope, bro. My Robert Eagle's really cool. I wish I would have had a match with him, m- yeah. more coherent, but yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it is what it is. And then, so yeah, I won that match at the 10 PQ. Um, and then I go on to face Mike John. Mike John is another buddy of mine. I've been training with Mike John for a long time. Me and him have had multiple training sessions together. He's like a really good friend of mine. And so it was already kind of like a little bit awkward energy. It's always yeah. kind of awkward energy yeah. whenever you're going into a match. And again, hats off to Mike John. He mm-hmm. fucking strangled me, bro. Yes. He won, period. Yeah. He, Mike John won. He, mm-hmm. he got me, like period. Yeah. <laughs> but when he had me in the mount... Uh, nothing happened, at least to my knowledge. Yeah. And he goes, oh, I'm sorry. And I have my defenses in. I'm focused on defending. I'm focused on defending. And I've talked about this before when I was a younger kid. My favorite fighters were like Anderson Silva and Michael Venom Page. Mm-hmm. For a split second, he turned me from the fighter to the spectator. Mm-hmm. He stopped me from fighting him. My focus was not now on fighting him, was now for a split second I was confused mm-hmm. because he said I'm sorry for no reason, at least to my knowledge. Yeah. So I go and say it's okay and I'm like confused. I go it's okay and before I say okay, I go it's and he spins to my back and locks in a super tight rear naked choke. And I'm like, no way. There's no possible way this is going on right now. Mm-hmm. And I try and fight it. I try and fight. There's no fighting once it's... He's yeah, really it's good like, on the back, it. too. But yeah. Mike John's yeah. got a solid rear naked choke. So, yeah, he had me in a rear naked choke. And then afterwards, I was like, did you do that on purpose, Mike John? And he's like, what? <laughs> and I was like, bro, why'd you say I'm sorry? And he's like, I thought I headbutted you. And I was like, dude, you didn't headbutt me. To my knowledge, nothing happened. Yeah. But it confused me. Mm-hmm. And whether you did that on purpose or not, it worked. It worked. Yeah. And I'm going to steal that from yeah. you, bro. And he kind of, me and him had a laugh, you know. It was yeah. it, it was all fun. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I, you know, I love Mike John, bro. It's, it, um, to lose, that's the other thing. To win when you have to beat a uh, friend, it sucks. Losing to a friend sucks, but I would rather lose to a friend than losing to a guy that I don't like, you know? So losing to Mike John and then giving him the opportunity to progress forward, it is what it is, bro. I learned a lesson. Mike John got to move forward. You know, everybody wins. And then um, Mike John made it to the finals with Nathan Orchard. And then Nathan Orchard got him in an e-bar, and then me and Mike John had a similar conversation that afterwards Mike John was mad at himself, and Mm -hmm. he was like, dude, like, oh, like, I shouldn't, I, I don't know if I should have tapped. Like, I, I might have gotten out if I fought it a little bit longer. Like, I tapped really fast. I could, like, I should have fought it a little longer. And I'm like, dude, that happened to me last night, bro. Yeah, I was in the finals. Just hours ago. Same yeah. thing in the yeah. finals, dude, for $1,000 on the line to Hardeen and the, the high rollers belt and stuff. Same thing. I just, I feel like I should have and could have fought it longer, but I tapped out of panic. Now, I don't know if. I wouldn't call Mike John a panic tap. Nathan Orchard is a savage killer, and he had <laughs> yeah. him in a straightened-out knee bar. Mm-hmm. But Mike John was – how can you not be mad at yourself when you lose in the finals? You Especially know with I mean? all that on the line. Always, bro. Put, You're put always it gonna, all on the line. Bro, he was on yeah. the – you know. I w- I'm a fan of both of them. Nathan Orchard was my favorite 10th Planet Black Belt when I was growing up, so it was a really interesting match for me to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, uh, Mike John – if Mike John would have gotten – anywhere close to his back and like gotten like a rear naked choke abil- availability I think Mike John would have had a good chance of winning that match but Nathan Orchard's crafty man yeah. Nathan Orchard's been um, a veteran for a reason he's been around he's been in combat jiu-jitsu a bunch of times Nathan Orchard submitted everybody and he's won the combat jiu-jitsu yeah he got the spot combat jiu-jitsu yeah. spot you know so hats off to Nathan Orchard hats off to Mike John shout out Mike John um, shout out high rollers as oh 
speaking of high uh-huh. rollers, mm-hmm. shout out to my new sponsor, Hardeen. Okay. Hardeen, um, the best cannabis dispensary in town in Las Vegas. They picked me up as one of their athletes, oh. and um, they're going. They're my new sponsor. They're giving me um, some weed every month. They're treating me really good. They're mm-hmm. helping me out a lot. And they just have awesome products, you know. They got real pretty girls in there. They got a real clean <laughs> yeah. facility. They got yeah. um, celebrities going in and out of there all the time. And they just got good vibes in there, bro. So if you're ever in Las Vegas, guys, check out Hardeen Dispensary. They got um, good vibes, good people in there, good prices, and some of the best products in town. So shout out to Hardeen. Thank you guys for helping me out. And, and yeah. Um, journey continues there. Journey yeah. continues, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So that, I guess that's, I mean, that's pretty big because you didn't, I mean, it's only been a short time since you've been on here last, but looks like you're making more steps like towards, I guess you would say being professional, wouldn't you say? I'm, yeah. I mean, I am a professional grappler, yeah. but I'm making more steps of <laughs> acting professional, acting you professional? mean? Yeah, yeah. Yes, for sure. <laughs> I'm trying to, <laughs> to be more um, professional and just more responsible in general and just and just, um, you know, I'm getting older. Yeah. I, I need to make more money. Mm-hmm. I need to be more, I need to, to make my name in the yeah, scene. For sure. And so I'm, I'm trying to do whatever I can to, to, make, those, uh, to make those things happen, you know, to, mm-hmm. to step forward in that process. So I'm trying to just compete as often as possible and competing on these professional cards, you know yes. what I mean? Like the high rollers is invite only yeah. and, it's, and it's against other black belts. It's high level people. High level people, yeah. you know. And so, like I said, the first two opponents I, I beat were black belts, mm-hmm. and then Brady Wickland beat me in the finals. He's a brown belt, but he's really high level. Brady yeah. Wickland also competes all the time, at very high levels, level. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's real, real, real good as well. Um, so, you know, I already am a professional grappler, mm-hmm. um, but I'm trying to make the steps <laughs> to, to um, justify that in my bank account. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, I'm a professional. Everybody's a professional grappler, bro. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> if to, you get paid $1, some, you can be a professional to, grappler. To, yeah. to some level, you yeah. know what I mean? But, like, you don't have to do a lot to be considered a professional grappler. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. like that's not that big of a thing. Yeah. But being a professional is not the same thing yes. as being a professional grappler. So, I yes, I've been making steps on being a professional in general. Nice. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think that, that really is, like, a big caveat. It's like... In terms of the actual uh, like term of it, anybody, anyone that gets pretty much gets paid is a professional grappler. But to be in, I guess, considered a professional, there's there's ways you conduct yourself, and also where you're at at that at that level. It's a you're you're just trying to well, just like in like in your skill, you're trying to get better. But in the same thing, like in the business, you're trying to get better. Yeah, well. exactly, exactly. Yeah. I'm trying to get better at my networking skills. Mm-hmm. Um, just you know. Closed mouth doesn't get fed, so I've just been talking yes. to people, talking to people, mm-hmm. talking to people, trying to be as personable as I can, mm-hmm. work on my um, just networking skills, exactly yeah, like network, that, you know what I mean? Marketing. The marketing yeah. skills, the more you talk to people, there's doors that are open, but you don't realize that these doors are open. Because if you don't you're knock. Not, you're <laughs> yeah. not knocking, bro. Yeah, you're yeah. not having the conversations. Exactly. If you're not opening your mouth and talking to different people, this goes with to anybody who's listening in this podcast yeah, as well. Yeah. Anybody, you know, yeah. not even if you're just... You have 50 followers on Instagram, you're not a professional, you don't do anything, you're just a normal person. Just networking, talking to people. You don't know what kind of opportunities are out there unless you're talking to yeah, people, exactly. man. A lot of people yeah. are introverted, dude, like I, myself included. I'm just, you know, a lot of the time, I, especially as I got older, the more older I got, the more introverted I got. I just, especially when I went outside in public, I didn't want to talk to people, dude, mm-hmm. you know. I. Mm-hmm. 
kind of became antisocial. <laughs> and so I've been trying to, to avoid that and, yeah. and realize like, hey man, the world's not so bad. People aren't so bad. Yeah, some people are assholes. A lot of people are well, fucking assholes. Yeah. But some people are, some people bro. Are assholes, yeah. And if and it, oftentimes it's how you present yourself. How are you coming off? Mm-hmm. Are you coming off as, oh, I'm thinking this person's an asshole? Mm-hmm. Then how are they going to treat you? They're going to treat you. They're going to read that energy and treat yeah. you as such. Mm-hmm. But if you approach them as a um, being authentic in yourself and personable and you're and you're just having true honest um, conversation with people sometimes doors will open up and even if the door doesn't open up you can make a person's day just by doing that you know what I mean so just spreading good energy you know just try I've, that's another thing I've been trying to focus on in my my post fight speeches at high rollers just expressing gratitude you know being happy being thankful for the things that you have just spread spreading good vibes gratitude is a really big thing and just trying to be as positive as you can, you know, because it's very easy to be extremely negative. So mm-hmm. expressing gratitude and trying to spread good vibes onto other people, um, a lot of people don't realize it. You th- <laughs> <laughs> I also talk about this. You don't, everybody's selfish, period. Yes. Yeah. Everybody is selfish. You do not do any deed unless it is working out for your own favor. Mm-hmm. Some people are like, that's not true. People are selfish. <laughs> people are selfish. Why are they selfless? There's an alternative motive, right? They're All being selfless yeah. so that they can make themselves feel good about being selfless. Mm-hmm. They feel good mm-hmm. by doing this action. That's the reason why they're doing it. And if they don't feel good, maybe they're trying to get um, a reputation of like, oh, this guy's the nicest guy ever. And they like how people treat them because of their nice guy reputation, mm-hmm. right? There's different, there's always an alternative motive behind your actions. Mm-hmm. And the um, alternative motive behind making other people's days better is it inherently makes your day better. It makes you feel good about yourself. When you make other people feel good, it inherently makes you feel good. So don't even think about it. If you don't care about people, <laughs> bro, I grew up, my dad told me everybody's assholes. Jordan, everybody's fucking assholes. Rule number one, Jordan. Everybody's yeah. fucking assholes. Yeah, yeah. That was the first thing I learned. Right, I, was like, I, I was like four years old, bro. I couldn't speak. My dad's like, everybody's assholes, Jordan. Yeah. So like, I, you know, I grew up with like very antisocial father and just like a certain view of the world. But perspective is everything and spreading positivity is everything. And the more you can spread positivity to another person's day, the more it'll pick up your own day and make you more positive in your own life. So even if you don't like other people, which a lot of the time I don't, don't do it for the other people, bro. You're not doing it for them. You're do doing it for for you yeah, you're doing yeah. it for you dude yeah exactly okay okay i think yeah i think that really leads into just uh i mean talking about spreading positive energy if you give positive energy you get it back it's just whatever exactly you get, bro. You get, you get paid back what, what you put out there whatever you yeah. call that bro that cosmic energy that mm-hmm. karma that you know like whatever you whatever you want to yeah. think of it man that shit's real dude mm-hmm. just even if just just exactly like I said, just being positive to somebody else makes you inherently more positive. Did the universe do that for you? Or is that just kind of what happens? You know, you it all depends think, how you look at it too. It depends yeah. how you look at it, man. Look at it however you want to. I don't care how you look at it, but the fact of the matter is that it's 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 real. It mm-hmm. works, you know what I mean? Like so, you know, I've just been trying to spread as much positivity as I can, help as much people out as I can. You know, um, really, really give back to the community that's given me yeah. so much. Cause you're, yeah, so giving back, injecting value into the community that's giving you a lot of value back. Exactly, yeah. exactly, man. Okay, okay. And I think, you know, yeah, recently we talked about this, but like, yeah, you're also in a, because of your recent social media, I guess, growth, you're also put in another role, right, in terms of social media? Like, oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, it's, you know, we're, we're still kind of in the works but i'm yeah. sure it's gonna pan out yeah but um i'm gonna help out um ageless what 
ageless performance, recovery, and wellness. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be their social media marketing agent, and I'm going to be helping them do different things with their social media and advance them on Instagram, make them help them with TikTok videos. You know what I mean? Just the annoying bullshit that these business guys don't want to do. That I honestly don't really want to do either. <laughs> but somebody's yeah. got to do it. It's a skill set. Yeah. They don't got the time to do it. And yeah. that's exactly what I told them. I'm like, hey, dude, you don't got the time. I got the time, bro. I got time, man. I got time. You know? Yeah. Like, I don't do nothing but jujitsu, man. When I'm not doing jujitsu, I'm watching dumb Aikido videos or cops at my house <laughs> on like, YouTube, watching smoking weed on my couch, bro. Like, <laughs> I would love to make some money and make making videos for somebody else and, and learning how to brand a different company, you know? Because mm-hmm. that's something I'm going to do down the lines for myself is open up my own gym. Yeah. yeah. And so I need to learn how to mechanics, yeah. understanding these mechanics yeah. and the business side of things, forcing myself to learn this because I was, they were honest. They asked me and he was like, Hey man, I have a business. He's like, I have a, a PhD in business, but I got it back in 91. I was like, Oh yeah, dude, the internet changed everything. They all, they all laughed yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. And, um, uh, he was like, what, what background do you have in business? And I was like, Hmm. hmm. <laughs> well, you see, I was a fitness technician for yeah. two years, all right? Um, I sold produce at an organic uh, farmer's market mm-hmm. for uh, about eight months. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm currently a delivery driver for Marco's Pizzeria. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that's about it. And he goes, mm, okay, so you have no business background. <laughs> you have no business experience. Yeah. And I go, yep, you got me. I have no business experience. Yes. And he's like, so why should we hire you? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, um, well, man, you know, like, um, I I have I've built my Instagram. I know I know the social media side of things. I'm spending a lot of time listening to different influencers and spending the annoying time learning the social media marketing game. And so I I'm confident that I could build this for you guys if you guys let me. And um, he was like, Yeah, but how how are you gonna do it? Why should I trust you? How are you gonna learn this if you don't have the business background? How are you gonna learn these things? And I was like, Look, man, I can learn online. All the all the data is out there. You don't yeah. have to go to college anymore, bro. Like, if you go to college and you put yourself in debt, and you especially if you don't need to for your specific job, yeah. I'm like, Yo, what are you doing, man? Exactly. Like, it's 2022, bro. We got the internet, bro. Yeah. Like, come on, dude. Yeah. Like. Google it, man. But oh, but they but they mess with all the Google search. Infowars, <laughs> shout out, shout out, Alex yeah. Jones. Look into it. Look but, into yeah. it. But anyways, yeah, globally, you can still, for the most part, educate yourself on the internet. Um, it's accessible for sure. Yes, and so I told them that that's where I was going. I told them I was like, hey, man, um, I'm one of the instructors at Tenth Planet Jiu Jitsu Las Vegas, and uh, I am one of the Tenth Planet specialists there. I'm. I'm known as knowing the 10th planet system, the ins and outs, like the back of my hand, the rubber guard, the lockdown, all this stuff. I'm the 10th planet specialist over at 10th planet Las Vegas, if you ask anybody there. And uh, I taught myself the 10th planet system on YouTube Mm -hmm. because a lot of people don't realize this as well. Um, Pre-Eddie versus Hoyler 2, 10th planet was kind of, a lot of people laughed at it in the jiu-jitsu community. A lot Mm -hmm. of people scoffed at it. A lot of people laughed at it. A lot of people said it was low percentage. A lot of people said it would have worked. A lot of people were like, where is it at in the UFC? Where is it at in the ADCC? Where is it at in the the world? Where is it at the highest levels? This shit doesn't work. It's low percentage. Everybody was telling me that I was a fucking idiot, bro, when I was 15, 16, learning the 10th planet system, right? Everybody was like, yo, what are you doing, kid? You should be fucking watching Andre Galvao. You should be watching, like, Marcelo Garcia. Like, why are you watching Eddie Bravo? Like this shit, what did he fucking do? You know, like yeah. I heard everything. I heard all the arguments, and then I, I went against the grain, learned the tenth planet system. Oh, and so because of that, Eddie Bravo, the community saying this shit doesn't work, right? What did Eddie do in response? 
Eddie put the entire fucking system online on YouTube for free in detail. Oh, you don't think my shit works? Oh, you think my shit's low percentage? You don't think this is going to work? I'm going to put it online on YouTube and spread it across the entire globe like wildfire. And you're not going to be able to stop it. And it's going to grow. And the seed's going to be planted. And it's going to grow worldwide. Right? And the entire community at this time, a lot, even still, with the internet, Techniques were kind of secretive, you know, mm-hmm. like tech, like the black belts. Yeah, the black belts were like, oh, yeah. you know, like they wouldn't show their techniques yeah. to the new people. Even the advanced people, they would make them pay for privates. They would ask this. in the yeah. private. They'd be like, yo, you can't record this. You can't post this anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it was really, really weird with yeah. the techniques still. Like six, Eddie six, went completely yeah. against the that, bro. Way. The opposite route, <laughs> yeah. bro. Eddie looked around what everybody else was doing. Oh. You got some cool shit, but it's super secret. Oh, all your shit secret. All your shit secret. You're telling me my shit doesn't work and I suck. All right, what do I need to do? Mm-hmm. I have this powerful thing called the internet and YouTube and other uh, other websites. I'm gonna post everything online for free, yeah. and you guys cannot stop it now. Mm-hmm. And it just grew and it grew and it grew and it grew. And here we are today. We're mm-hmm. seeing these techniques in the UFC. We're seeing twisters. We're seeing Lomo Platas. Mm-hmm. We're seeing actively people hit um, electric chairs. Yeah. We're seeing people hit all these 10th planet techniques. We're seeing them at a high level. All, you know, not all of a sudden, but slowly, gradually. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. The sport is in its infancy, bro. Mm-hmm. In the early 2000s, like in the ninety, in the nineties, late nineties, the term like MMA thousands. didn't exist, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The term MMA didn't exist. It was, it was like st- no holds barred. It was no yeah. holds barred fighting. Yeah. It was X versus Y martial art. It was yes. like jujitsu versus karate. It mm-hmm. was like wrestling versus boxing. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, how new is this term MMA? It's the sport is in its infancy still. Mm-hmm. How long have people been doing Brazilian jujitsu? <laughs> what, like, yeah. a hun- not even a hundred years? Not even a hundred years. Not even a hundred yeah. years, bro. That's pretty new. Mm-hmm. There's in terms multiple, of sports. In terms sure. of sports, yeah. bro, there's a lot of new techniques still to be found. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of new shit. So when people are like, oh, you haven't seen it, so it doesn't work. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Like, we haven't seen what works yet. We haven't seen the full effectiveness of the martial art yet. People are constantly getting better. New techniques are constantly being innovated. This sport is a baby still, bro. Mm-hmm. It's going the the sport of 20, 30, 40 years from now jiu-jitsu mm-hmm. is going to be fucking elite, hyper crazy, man. People are going to be hitting buggy chokes, heel hooks, <laughs> arm bars, yeah. naked, everything's everything's going to be standard, evolving. bro. Yeah, it's it's everything. Yeah. All this crazy shit that's like fringe is going to be standard in, in in years to come, bro. I promise. Yeah. So I don't even remember how I started talking about all of this, but well, we we were talking about how you became the ten plan specialist because you learned uh, from YouTube. I'm talking about yeah. my social media yeah. marketing social agency media still. Marketing. Yes. So yeah, I told these guys. Um, so yeah, yada yada yada. Eddie Bravo posts the entire system online. I learned the system online like the back of my hand. I'm telling this to the guys to the social media marketing uh, to the place Ageless Performance Recovery and Wellness. Mm-hmm. I'm telling them, I'm like, hey, like at, at the gym that I work at, I'm the 10th Planet Specialist. I've never been formally taught 10th Planet. Like, I learned this shit on YouTube and like mm-hmm. the 10th Planet website online by watching YouTube videos mm-hmm. through my own means, through my own education, through my own wants. Self-educated. Yeah. Self-educated, bro. And so I can, I can do this for you guys. And he was like, oh, I like this kid. All right, all right. You're hired, bro. Yeah, okay, yeah. let's do it. And so hopefully everything works out there, man. Yeah, shout out Ageless Performance Recovery and Wellness. 
if you're in, uh, in the Las Vegas area or Henderson area and you're an athlete or your body's in pain or you're just dealing with aches and pains of any sort, come in. Come in, check out, see what Ageless Performance Recovery and Wellness could do for you. They could really help you out. They offer a lot of different services. They offer localized cryotherapy. They offer cupping. They offer massage. They offer, um, this isn't the proper term, but it's it's scraping. Oh, yeah. Um, it's like... Yeah, but it's it, it all all the stuff they do there works really well. They worked on my shoulder, man, and I have really, really bad shoulder yeah, pain. Like bad mobility they worked on my shoulder for like thirty minutes the day before I competed on the on the high roller celebrity open. Okay. And bro, my shoulder felt tremendous, okay. man. Like they did yeah. they really, really helped me out, dude. So shout out Ageless Performance Recovery and Wellness. If you guys are in Las Vegas, go check them out. They're they're a really good facility. Everybody there is really nice, every really really personable, and they will help you if you have pains. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're an athlete, they'll help you get to that next level of performance. Right? Yeah. performance, yeah. recovery, and wellness. Like yeah. I like their name. It's, yeah. it's it's what they do. It's what they do yeah. exactly. Yeah. It's I in think, the name. Yeah, <laughs> the whole learning online. I think that's also good. Uh, trans like um, I guess like transition to the next point because you started like filming your glasses well trans whoa 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 oh no no I can, say, I can see the tomatoes being thrown now and my heart is not to get cancelled online now relax <laughs> yes all those genders but let's not let's just talk about transitioning to this next point about online learning because you you started you have some film of yours that you plan on uploading to go go grappling correct yes 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 that's um, one of my next steps that I plan on doing to become more professional. Mm-hmm. I have this big old Instagram following now. Yeah. I'm up to 14,000 followers. Mm-hmm. As what, of this recording. Yeah. What am I doing? What am I doing to, to monetize it besides like Instagram monetizing me, which recently happened. Shout out Instagram. Yeah. Um, but they're not really paying me that much. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They're paying me like dollars, pennies a day. Mm-hmm. I could be making money on go-go grappling. So shout out to go-go grappling. If you're a high-level instructor or a high-level competitor, think about hopping on go-go grappling yourself. You know, you can post your videos on there. You can post it to your social media and you can offer people to buy them. And people will pay for your subscriptions every month and watch your technique videos. And that's what I'm going to do. So shout out to my go-go grappling. I'm going to have hopefully have it up next week. Um, that's fingers crossed. No promises, but that's Coming the plan. Up soon. Coming yeah. up soon for sure. And I'm going to start posting my 6 a.m. technique instruction there and other um, and other instructions there. I'm going to find different uh, daily drops mm-hmm. and I'm going to start posting them to my story. Yeah. And I'm, excuse me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask on my story, like, which daily drop would you guys like me to cover in my go-go grappling for yeah, this like, week? Like an in-depth. Like in in-depth. Because in, in my in my daily drops, there's music over it. I'm not talking. It's just a it's quick kind of visual. Like a teaser, essentially. It's yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Like, if you're high level, you can pay attention. You can point out. and You can figure out what I'm doing. But if you're, but if you're a out, white belt, yeah. bro, or a blue belt. <laughs> you don't even know where to start. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, you probably need to listen to somebody talking and, like, mm-hmm. tell you what's going on. I mean... You, Everybody's different, bro. Some yeah. people can watch uh, Look See Do. You know yeah. what I mean? Like the John Jones. Look See, look how many got a Look See Do yeah. fighter. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he used yeah, to be called, yeah, bro, yeah, back yeah. in the day. But um, but yeah, but how many people learn like that? Or how many very people few. Very have few. that kind of body control. It's, it's, it's like, you know, the, the majority people. The majority of people need to, to be told what's going on, especially mm-hmm. in the beginning. When you're mm-hmm. a beginner, like I said, like a white belt or a blue belt, you don't have like a deep understanding of jiu-jitsu knowledge. 
you need to be having verbal instruction and be, being told where to grab, why to grab, what's going on. And so I'm going to provide that on my go-go grappling mm-hmm. of my different daily drops and like I said, my 6 a.m. instruction. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I'm, I'm trying to keep it low, bro. I'm trying yeah. to keep the price real low. Um, $10 so, so to $5, <laughs> definitely yeah. below $10. $10 yeah. or below. $10 yeah. or below. But definitely get in while you can because, because I mean, it's going to go up. It's going to go up. It's going to keep yeah. going up, man. I don't plan on getting any less popular. You, know <laughs> yeah. I mean? you don't plan on getting worse at jiu-jitsu, bro, do I don't you? plan on getting worse at jiu-jitsu <laughs> or any less popular. I'm getting. Yeah. I'm just getting older, bro. I'm mm-hmm. fucking... I'm old and I don't have the... the, the um, the money means to support myself how I wish I did and how I know I can. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I got to get it, bro. I got to yeah. get it. I got to get it. I got to get it, man. I got to go out there and get it. So I know I, I believe in myself at the end of the day. That's another thing I was going to get into is mm-hmm. self-belief is a very extremely powerful belief thing. You got can it. call it the law of attraction mm-hmm. or um, manifesting reality or re- whatever you want to call it. But just believing in yourself. Mm-hmm. But whatever you're doing, no matter what walk of life, mm-hmm. if you believe that your shit is going to work, you see that shit working, you know it's going to work before it even happens the likelihood of that thing happening is goes skyrockets in, in, that, that, that self-belief in, really increases that. by so much mm-hmm. dude the moment you doubt yourself the thing you're, yeah. yes the percentages go down by a lot bro yeah like you know who so, accidentally has ever done anything great like yeah. um patty pimblet patty pimblet i'm gonna fuck the quote up but he said something i i was like super inspired and super motivated okay. i was like oh dude that's dope okay um patty pimblet's had like a quote and it's like there's um, there's no need to, there's no need to worry about anything when you already know that you've won. Like there's no, there's no need to, to feel fear. There's no need, there's no need to be anxious when I know that I've already won mm-hmm. and I'm saying it wrong. I know I'm saying it wrong, but the, the, the essence of the quote is correct. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it's like, a I was like, oh dude, that's, that's really, there's no need to worry when you know you've already won essentially is what he said. Mm-hmm. And I was like, bro, that's super dope bro like exactly well there's zero worry within yourself if you've already visualized yourself winning and you know you know you're going to win it's not like you think you're going to win oh i believe myself i think i'm gonna win no you gotta know i know i'm gonna win when i went into that match with jerry shapiro all loved jerry shapiro but i knew i was gonna win you know what i mean when i went into that match with javier garcia i knew i was gonna win when I went into that match with um, Brady Wicklin, there was a moment. There was a tiny flicker. And, 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 that, and that, that's all there it took. There was a tiny flicker. It's like a oh, small shit. crack in a dam. I'm in the finals. This yeah. is for real. Mm-hmm. I have to compete again in 12 hours. What if he hurts me? The doubt just creeping What if in. he hurts me? Mm-hmm. What if he hurts me? Fuck. Why did I tell myself that? Mm-hmm. Then we go into the match. I slap hands with him. He gets me in a heel hook. And then the, the echo of the, the before happened what again. Hurts, what yeah. if he hurts me? Yeah. What if he hurts me? Yeah. Fuck. I didn't mean to tap. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then same thing at uh, the 10 PQ. <laughs> I went into that match with that guy. I didn't know how I was going to win, but I knew I was going to win. You just knew you were going to win. Yeah. I went into the match with Mike John. I knew I was going to win. Did I win? No. I got strangled. Mm-hmm. Things still, happened. But, but, still, but the like, self-belief was there. Yeah, yeah. Going into yeah. it, I was confident, bro. Yeah. I was like, all, the all respect control. to Mike John, but yeah. I'm winning, bro. Yeah. I'm fucking, I have to do this. Mm-hmm. I even had a conversation with him before. I was like, yo, they're like, I don't have anything else growing for me, dude. I'm getting old. This is my day job. This is the only way I'm going to be able to support a theoretical family of mine in the future, bro. Like the only way I'm going to be able to get like... This is your livelihood. Bro, this is my livelihood, man. This is everything. I don't... This is everything on the line. I have to win this. This is literally... Like I I, I was telling him this because he's already... 
he's already a gym owner. I think this is why I was having the, I can't remember exactly why I was having the conversation with him, but I was having the conversation with him. Like, yeah, this is plan A, bro. There is no plan There's B. No plan like B. I have this to do this. This isn't like, I want to do this. Like I have to do this. Mm-hmm. So going into that match, with Mike, Mike John, I had complete confidence, but then what happened? Boom. Mm-hmm. He turned, not my necessarily my confidence off, but he turned everything off. Mm-hmm. He stopped me from being a fighter and turned me into a spectator. Mm-hmm. He turned confusion. He set confusion over my body. Boom. And then iced me. Shout out to Mike John, bro. Mm-hmm. Taught, made me think a lot about the mental warfare yeah, the side of things. Of that. Yeah. The mental warfare, bro. Mental warfare is everything. At the highest level of mm-hmm. MMA, the highest level of grappling, the highest level of competition in general, it is not about technique anymore. At the white belt level, the blue belt level, it's 90% technique, 10% mentality. Mm-hmm. But you know what? It, it completely yeah. fucking changes yeah. at the highest levels. At the highest levels, when there's money on the line, when everything's on the line, and both you guys are extremely educated and adept within the sport with whatever you're doing. At those levels, when both of you guys are black belts or extremely high level professional athletes, at those moments, now it flips. It is now 90% mentality, 10% technicality. Mm-hmm. And at those moments, you really, really have to make sure that you believe in yourself at all moments all times, of the fight. Yeah. At all moments of the fight. Mm-hmm. I do not care if you have me in a fully locked rear naked choke, as Mike John did. Had me in a fully locked rear naked choke. Watch the footage. I did not want to fucking die. He almost <laughs> yeah, put me to sleep. You're, you're in like, my brain, I still was getting went. out. Yeah. I was like, I'm getting... When yeah. he locked the rear naked choke, I was like, fuck, I can't believe this, but I'm getting out. Yeah. I'm getting out. I, I know I'm, I'm getting, getting out. out. Yeah. I'm period. I'm getting out. Did I get out? No. Rear naked choke's the most high percentage <laughs> submission. Mike John's a fucking but, killer but on the back. But your self belief. But the self belief yeah. was there. You mm-hmm. cannot ever, even, even exactly, even yeah. when you lose, yeah. even when things do not go your way. Yeah. Oh, I had the self belief and things you, you, didn't you go my way. You can't just throw. Well, life's yeah. not fair, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Life ain't no fucking. Life's all not fucking all fucking rainbows and fucking butterflies and shit, man. Yeah. Like fucking life is not fair. It's you a cool fucking everything. world, yeah. dude. There's, especially in the game of death that is jujitsu, bro. Yeah. Where you're trying to kill each other. If you mm-hmm. slip for a tad moment, just a micro, for a microsecond. fucking second, yeah. you're dead, bro. You're mm-hmm. dead. D E D, dead. <laughs> D E D. Shout out, Mike John. Yeah, yeah. No, but I, th- I think that 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 does just show just how, yeah, just just how powerful, like, I mean, how and how important, like, the mindset is. Like, you don't. You gotta go in there. I mean, like, yeah. like trauma, you gotta go in there with that. Like, exactly. It's, it's not. It's not a matter of if you need that because if you it's, don't <laughs> a lot of people are like oh like I hope I win like, I, I think I'm going to win like I, I, I believe I'll win mm-hmm. wrong 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 that's already that's already, already lost bro or mm-hmm. not necessarily lost but, but you're, not you're, you could have higher percentages bro you could have a higher probability just mm-hmm. believing in yourself there, there is no try there's only do right Yoda mm-hmm. yeah. there is no try there's only do mm-hmm. I'm not trying to win I don't think I'm going to win I don't believe I'm going <laughs> to win I know I'm going to win I already see myself winning. Mm-hmm. I already know. I already know before I even walk into that ring. I already know I've won. Right? And that's the thing. Does it always happen that way? No. And this is also a matter of you honing your own emotions and honing your own mentality. Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's the hardest it's, it's, thing it's building to do. that up. Yeah. It's the hardest part of competing, bro, mm-hmm. is controlling your own emotions, controlling your own person. I can't control anything what homeboy does. I can't control All the other guy. yourself. All I can tr- control is myself. Mm-hmm. All right? I cannot control anything that happens in the world. Mm-hmm. I can't control any of that shit. I'm not in control. Yeah. But I am 
I can control myself, okay? I can self-regulate. I can control my own emotions. And you have to practice these things and you have to constantly be drilling and, and practicing these things. And the more you practice them in high stress situations, like the highest form of competition, mm-hmm. I feel like the better results you'll have as a person yeah. as well. Because you're so, building that mental strength. Just you're like building I mean, that mental strength. Just like how you exactly. build your muscle strength, like physically, you're building your that, that mental. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, it's like mental reps. And it's hard, bro. Yeah. It's really well, it's, hard it's to heavy weight. People, people don't want, well, that's, that's the thing. Because we've we've all seen like people that do have like like you're saying that have the technical skills, but the, if the mentality, if the belief in themselves isn't there, it it really shows. It ju- it just shows, especially at when we cross the highest levels. You can see it too yeah. when you walk into the ring and you're seeing the other guy. You know if he believes in himself yeah. or not. You can mm-hmm. see it in his eyes. You can, you can see sense it in it. his shoulders. You yeah. can see it, especially if you're on mushrooms. You can see it even more. It's vivid. <laughs> It's yeah. not, you can't even see it at that point. It's vivid. It's vivid. like glaring. It's glaring to you, bro. Yeah. Like you I almost feel bad sometimes, bro. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say any names or yeah. anything like that. Yeah. But fuck, bro. Sometimes I'm looking at the guy and I'm like questioning myself. I'm like, dude, why don't you believe in yourself? Mm-hmm. Like, why? Why? Yeah. Why, are you, why are you doubting yourself right it's, now? It's like you're reading the Why are you doubting yourself level, right like now, DVD man? Like, yeah. Like, come on, homie, pick your chin up, bro. Mm-hmm. Believe in yourself. Like, why have you? Why have I already beaten you before mm-hmm. I've touched you? Mm-hmm. What the fuck are you doing? Like, it's like going into the race on, with man. no fuel. Like, I feel bad for him sometimes, bro. I'm like, oh shit, bro. You really don't think you're gonna win this match right now, do you? Oh mm-hmm. fuck. Cool. Make it easy cool. for me. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. You know, fuck. It is what it is. Hey, self self sabotage is very real, and I think that's. I mean, as much as as important as it is for like one person to seek out a win, there's also some people that, whether knowingly or not, they're actually not they're actually not there to win. Bro, yeah, because it's they're there to win, bro. But they're are they kind able to turn that on? Yeah. Are they able to turn that on? Are mm-hmm. they able to hone that? Mm-hmm. They wouldn't fucking show up and walk into the ring. They would have been like, no, I'm gonna run to the bathroom. I'm gonna run out to my. You don't have to make the walk, bro. Mm-hmm. You don't have to make the walk. You only make the walk if you're there to win, but sometimes you just don't know how. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just you just don't know how to turn it on, bro. Sometimes you just for whatever reason your emotions take a hold of you, man. Your fucking your your emotions are the most powerful thing in in um in humans, bro. Emotions are fucking strong, dude. Mm-hmm. It's what causes causes murders. It's what causes <laughs> passion. It's yeah, what yeah. causes passion. It's yeah. what causes these are these emotions are the driving factors in life, bro. Mm-hmm. Strong emotions are what causes extreme responses. And sometimes those strong emotions, you don't know how to respond correctly. Mm-hmm. And so you you internally like shut like down, bro. And you're not gonna you you showed up, bro. You're not gonna leave, but you just you showed up physically, but you didn't show up mentally. And mm-hmm. you just don't know how to show up mentally sometimes. Yeah. And that's the difficulty, man. That's the difficulty of being a high-level competitor is showing how to show up mentally mentally every time. Mm -hmm. Every single time. you got to show up mentally. And that comes from self-belief, bro. Mm -hmm. And that also comes... Shout out to my friend, Mikey Musumichi. Mm -hmm. Programming yourself like a computer. Mm -hmm. right? You need to drill your techniques... And you should be able to do your techniques blindfolded, bro. Mm-hmm. You should be able to do your blind techniques blindfolded on multiple different um, uh, body types and opponents, and with different resistance levels. You should your techniques 
you're fucking a shit. You should be able to hit that shit without even without it should be automatic. even yeah. bro, automatic without even blinking, without even mm-hmm. thinking about it. Your brain should do it before you even know you're doing it. That's how it it's, should it's happen. Not thinking, it's you're, you're reacting. You're, yeah. Yes, bro. You're uh, if I think I'm a minute late. You're already right? slow. I'm already yeah, late. Slow. Right? Yeah. I'm not thinking, bro. They asked me at the 10th Q. They're like, "What happened?" I'm like, "I don't fucking know. I have no idea. I've never done that in my life." Yeah. You just knew you won, just and knew. you found a way to. Do I just it. knew yeah. I was gonna win. Yeah. I just knew. I just knew I was gonna win. That's it, bro. So, yeah, man. But belief is an extremely, extremely powerful thing in life, bro. You have to believe in yourself in all aspects of life, but especially if you want to be a high-level competitor. If you want to be a fighter, bro, you want to be a jiu-jitsu fighter, you want to be a submission grappler, you better fucking believe you're the best in the world. You have to believe you're the best in the world. Even if you know, even if you're a realist, and you know at the end of the day, yeah, okay, I understand I'm not the best in the world. But when competition rings its bell, and you're making that walk, you're the fucking best in the world. It doesn't matter who's walking into that cage. Mm -hmm. You're willing to show the world that you're the best. You're the fucking best in the world. I don't care who's standing in front of me. I'm the best, period. I already know I've won. This is what I need to do, and Mm -hmm. so I'm going to do it. Period. There's no, there is no try. I'm not trying to do this. I'm gonna do You're this. I have it, to yeah. do this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's already done. Mm-hmm. It's already happened. It just has to play out. Yeah, yeah. Just the utmost belief in yourself. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Got it. All right. Well, that's been yeah. It's, that's been Jordan Worth. So I guess before we, uh, before we tune out, how do people follow you? Uh, I go by Jordan Wears No Gi um, on all platforms. I'm trying to jump on YouTube and TikTok. I have a little, not really. I have kind of a little bit on YouTube. I have like one TikTok video. I think you have video. one TikTok video, yeah. I'm working on changing that, but I am very active on my Instagram. So Jordan Wears Nogi on Instagram. I post uh, daily drops, my technique videos every single day. I post um, unorthodox, cool, trendy jiu-jitsu techniques. But all the stuff that I do, I hit in my live roles. I'm not hitting anything that's like, oh, it only happens in Instagram land. Like, oh, who are you hitting other on? I'm hitting this shit on high-level guy, mm-hmm. people, guys. Mm-hmm. I can't say any names, but all the techniques that I'm doing on my Instagram, it, works. it fucking works. Mm-hmm. I'm hitting it on good guys. That's all I'll say. So follow me on Instagram. Check out my techniques. If you like them, follow me. If you don't, just check them out. Leave a hate comment and then go on about your way. You can follow too, but if you want, if you want to keep on hating, then, uh, yeah, and then yeah, got go go grappling account coming out. In yes, go go grappling um, in the near future. Hopefully, I can finalize it this weekend and have it ready to go by next week. If it's not ready by next week, it's gonna be ready to go soon because mm-hmm. I need to. I I have to do it. Yeah, you know? I mean, do it. I'm working on being yeah. more professional. Mm-hmm. I got a big following. People have been asking me for technique videos, and so I'm gonna start posting them, man. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And then yeah, to Hardeen and Angels. shout out yeah. Hardeen. Uh, shout out Hardeen Cannabis Dispensary in Las Vegas for all your dis- uh, cannabis needs. They got what you need. Just go in there. They'll help you out. And shout out Ageless Performance Recovery and Wellness. If you're in Las Vegas, you're an athlete, or you're in pain at all, go in there. See what they can do for you. They'll, they'll help you out. All right? Cool. Yeah, it's been Jordan Worth, a.k.a. Jordan Wears No Gi. Thank you for your time. All right, and that was Jordan Worth. Thank you guys for making it to the end of the episode. And since you made it this far, why don't you donate on Patreon? That's right, Patreon. Find me at patreon.com slash pancreation. Be a sponsoring philosopher. Just like my good friend Kelvin, Tom Kravitz, and Ryan Big Wang.
be like those people support the show you like making money online you go to hustlers university hit me up i got you the link and if you want to buy some merch send me a dm and yeah we'll get we'll get you outfit and creation philosophy all right and creation philosophy out <laughs>